1: spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer here's a camping hack from ll bean to make your next trip the best yet when putting together your gear wrap a piece of duct tape around your water bottle it's barely noticeable but if another piece of gear breaks or tears pull off your tape to make a quick patch or repair for more camping hacks visit youtube.com slash ll bean ll bean be an outsider
0: And boom goes the dynamite.
1: It's Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back with a brand new episode of the boom. And tonight we are talking about championship week on AEW. That's right. The first time we had a battle of the belts, Kevin and I said, this should have been championship week because there were belts defended everywhere and for battle of the belts too. They did it. AEW is clearly taking most of their program notes from me, James McDaniel from Kevin Ely, Kevin, what should we decide AEW should do next? What's your next plan?
2: Oh, gosh, I haven't even thought about what to do next. I was just basking yeah. in the glory of us branding an entire week of
1: programming. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, that's a big accomplishment for us with on this very, very young podcast. I think as we're about to break down, I think, all the the AEW champions because it is championship week, how we think they're being booked. And maybe we can start breaking down who we think should be the next champions if we don't like who has the belts right now. And maybe some of it will happen. I love it. You know, that's a it's a great topic. It's a really fun topic. To just go over how how well booked do you think the individual title reigns are right now? And it's a topic you brought up in the fight game media group earlier today. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of really good feedback. Um, apparently, a lot of people active on Facebook on Easter, a lot more than I expected.
2: <laughs> no yeah me too yeah I expected a little bit I actually thought oh no no one's gonna be on Facebook today but no everyone's stood, everyone's always ready to
1: share an opinion the first thing I noticed the first thing I noticed and of course we're talking about this before we get to any of this week's pro- regular programming
2: mm-hmm.
1: everybody's unhappy with the TNT title everybody's yeah. <laughs> unhappy with it they all hate what's going yep. on they hate title changes that was but definitely to me, Okay, the title has changed hands a lot. I don't mind that because the AEW title itself doesn't change hands much. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have titles change, this is the this is the belt that needs to happen with. And we are 1 month away from this belt being 2 years old and we've had mm-hmm. 6 champions. We've had 10 reigns, but 6 champions, 3 per year. That's not that bad. It's not like they're changing hands every 2 weeks and I but I kind of feel like feel like we're waiting on somebody like they've yeah. got a plan. And like for right now, like Sammy Guevara has been hot. He is, is no longer, but I feel like after this match with Scorpio sky feels like we have a heel, a full heel turn coming there, at least teasing it. They had the, they had, they had the crotch shot. We had the full tongue, full yes. tongue with, uh, with Ty yes. Conti, a true heel. They kiss. were, yes, it was the most heel kiss ever. And let's be honest as much as I like Sammy Guevara as a wrestler and as a personality, he's had some heel gear for a while now. Oh yeah. Multicolored like leopard print. That's heel gear. My friend,
2: the combination of pink and red on the same piece of clothing. That's just wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's been, there's so much wrong with his, with his choice of clothing as a face. And I think the thing is, I think he'll be over as a heel. I think people want to do him right now. And I think that fixes everything. Yeah. Just like I think Cody could have fixed everything, but in the end, Cody did fix everything. Specifically, I'm hearing his bank account.
2: (laughs) In this elaborate work. Which by the way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The work is still going. We haven't gotten to the end yet. This could be a five
2: long term story. This could be a three to five year storyline.
1: What do we know? What's the one thing we know about Tony Khan? Long term booking. This could be a five year deal. And I'm here for it. I'm here for the, I'm here for the ride. Tony, Tony and That's Cody right. are, are giving me a, a show right now. Like I've never seen before. That's right. But, um, so th- we, three shows this week, mm-hmm. rampage dynamite. Clearly I'm telling you in order battle of the belts and the best match. There's one six star match this week. And that was Ty Conti and Paige VanZant. I could watch that <laughs> for hours. I wish we could have had an iron man, right yeah. there outside the ring we did not though i'm ready to give them my money for that at double or nothing which that has to be it right they have to wrestle at double or nothing
2: i would think so or at least do the tag the tag match mixed tag yeah. match maybe one
1: of the two has to
2: happen yeah but um, so, so then who do you who gets cheered
1: i'm cheering Paige. i'm all in okay. on page yeah but that's a, no that's a good question you now have a feud built between clear heels which they were getting cheers right during this during this this match right Sammy was getting booed it was amazing yeah they've now gotten the best heel in wrestling in years the co-champion um they've gotten him over he is over as a face with some crowds now yeah that is phenomenal all because Sammy and Ty decided we're gonna act like um we're gonna act like angry, angry teenagers.
2: It's <laughs> all it took, yeah, right. And they I feel bad for them, I do a little bit. I mean, they did bring it on themselves in a way by how you know, sort of like they, assuming that everyone was out to get them when yeah, they, weren't. they
1: reacted poorly. Right. But I like, I really At the like the same time, the th- two they're kids playing are into, just into in it love. now, yeah. They're just two crazy kids trying to live their lives, but they seem they're clearly playing into it now. The 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 ki- even ties. Ty's outfit is clearly oh, yeah. like a heel outfit. Yeah. And I like that they under, like they're they smart enough or someone has smartened them up enough to play into it, and I'm looking forward to a true heel run. Um, I don't know who's going to take that title off Sammy. I have a feeling it may be Miro when he comes back. and mm. I'm really missing Miro, by the way, mm-hmm. especially in this era where when, when, when we last saw Miro, mm-hmm. he and Keith Lee were the two big hosses. Mm-hmm. And now now with with Keith Lee and all these other new additions, I'm really excited to see Miro come back and, and tangle with some of this new talent. I'm excited about it. But yeah, I bet none when of he that, comes
2: back, yeah, he'll be super cheered, too. I bet. Yeah.
1: But I just feel like I, it doesn't it kind of feel like the, the, the TNT title is a placeholder at the moment for someone, whoever that is. Yeah, it
2: does. But at the same time, I kind of feel like that's the nature of the title, like. Yeah, Like you said, if the A.A.W. title is going to be, you know, essentially one title change every calendar year.
1: Yeah. And you have to have title changes for people to want to tune in. You right.
2: Really do. You have to. You probably have to have a title that like gets changed more often. That's mm-hmm. kind of the nature of the history. I mean, you know, it's essentially the TV title. That's, that's what the TV title should be, is like the potential yeah. that you might get to see, you know, a title go back and forth between some people. I'm not saying change every week or make it like, you know. The way that, uh, you know, like
1: the intercontinental title would get booked or something. Yeah. Uh, when you, yeah, when you take a look at this, let's see, Oh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Let me open this window here. I've got the, uh, the history of the title here Mm -hmm. and we have, we, we have six champions. I think Darby Allen had the belt for about 189 days total, 186. Mm -hmm. Cody had it for 154 days combined. Sammy now has it for 130 plus. Okay. And then the only two, there's only been in two years, there's been two short term champions, Brody Lee at 46 days, Scorpio Mm -hmm. sky at 38. Yeah. And, um, and Scorpio, I get some people don't want him to be a transitional champion. Right. But Scorpio's not the guy. And also, I feel like, I feel like Ethan page is a little hotter. If you're going to have somebody in that team, go for the title. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, I agree. I think
2: Ethan Page that. would have been better, but yeah. But at the same time, Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio.
1: It- I'll say this: Scorpio. Mm. I, I really like Scorpio Sammy matches. They've had a lot of great matches. I really enjoy them in the ring together.
2: I did, but when I was watching that match on uh, Saturday. That was Saturday, right? That was the bell of the Belts. Yeah. Uh, when I <laughs> sometime in the last week, yeah, um I just was reminded. Like how great Scorpio was uh as a plucky, you know, up and coming baby face. Yeah. And how much I would have really liked a Scorpio Sky Sammy Guevara match with Scorp- with uh, Scorpio being, you know, how he was like, Scorpio he'll Sammy. Yeah, and Sammy saved, was Marmy heel Sammy. Circle. Yeah, Yeah. and that'd be great. Uh so yeah, so I think, the, you know
1: Hey, look, like look at the fight game media group. I think everybody there would say Give it two months. We'll have this. We'll have this all happen again. Right. Have it change hands. (laughs) Like they'll switch everything around. Right. And uh, I I mean, I'm here for like, I I do not mind this title changing hands, specifically when it's not going. It's not like everybody's holding this belt for 20 days. Three people have held this belt for over 130 days each. And then you've had like a couple transitional champions. This is a belt that's been held by Cody sammy darby and that's really kind of it
2: yeah and i th- and i think my issue with the with the reigns is really giving it to scorpio not so much sammy being the champion like i think people right now right. are you know they're complaining that sammy's the champion again and maybe they're saying you know maybe people think oh he's got to be have it three times so that cody isn't the person who's yeah. had it the most or something like that that's fine. But really, Sammy Guevara should be the champion over Scorpio Sky. Right. Especially if they pull the trigger and him go and heal with Ty. I mean, that could be a really, right. that could be
1: a really good act. Oh, I forgot Miro. Miro had the belt for 140 days. That's the six. Yeah. I knew I was like, who's the six? Who am I forgetting? Miro at 140. Yeah, and I loved his reign. Um, the other thing is, I don't mind title belts going back and forth when it is a face who has been cheated out of the title. Like Ric Flair held the belt, held his world championship like 20 times because he lost it 19 times and he kept cheating to get the belt back. And and I I don't mind it. I don't like I don't mind how they've been doing it. I get people's frustration. I absolutely do. And I think some of the frustration is these aren't the people that are hot right now. And that's something I want to talk about as we go through the rest Mm -hmm. of this. There's some hot programs right now and none of them are attached to people with belts, not one other than. The surprising thing in the comments is the one belt that everyone kind of says is they're doing great with is Jade Cargill's belt. Someone that's who right. nobody wanted to, to have that belt in the first place. <laughs> that's and right. Now everybody's totally happy with her booking that she has the belt.
2: Yeah. I wonder if that's just because she's the only one who's ever had it. So, you know, she's not, you can't really bring something down that wasn't, didn't exist before. So she's just synonymous with it right now. So, yeah. you know,
1: yeah, yeah. I've, I feel like feels like they're building to something with Marina Shafir, but that isn't, hasn't been working. I think as well as they hoped it had, because now her one TV match, I don't even remember what it followed up, but nobody was paying attention to it really because of what it followed, what it followed. I just remember it followed a really hot angle or a really hot match. I cannot remember from last week.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, the match, (laughs) the matches itself didn't, it was a little, uh, I don't plunky. know how to, what to call it, but yeah, it was just kind of like not for the casuals. You know what I mean? There's like some, <laughs> uh, you know, some mat work she's doing that isn't exactly an attention grabber. It came after the big um, Jericho Appreciation Society and Kingston San Ortiz brawl that was right. just all over the place. Right. So, yeah.
1: Like, and then it kind of slowed everything yeah, down. Like someone said, getting Matt someone. Rest, like, yeah.
2: Stretching Sky Blue is not going to like, you know, wow people. Now, Uh, especially when you're when your whole gimmick is like a lack of personality.
1: Right. (laughs) Now, look, I'm here for some sky blue stretching. But yeah, it's like (laughs) they kind of the the brawl took the wind out of the arena for the next match. It was poorly placed. If you want to get people excited for Marina, you are wanting to reinforce her gimmick as having no personality. The new the modern day Lance Storm of the women's division. then they did a great job yeah okay before we move on before we move on to the 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 world title let's uh let's give a quick shout out here to our patreon patreon.com slash fight game media five dollars a month gets you everything all the extra shows all the extended shows me and kevin's bonus show every month and um, you may have been hearing about the poops we're doing what poops are poaps they're basically an nft and these NFTs come with prizes. You can win prizes by claiming these NFTs. So, the ones we're giving away here on various Fight Game Media shows, leading up to du- the double or nothing pay-per-view coming up at the end of May. Um, basically, every show you listen to, you can win. You can get a. You can claim a POAP. You can claim a POAP. These are digital tokens to show you are here and you listen to the podcast with us. Kind of like digital ticket stubs. But the fun part of ways, we're giving away three really cool prizes built around Double or Nothing. Every POAP, every NFT that you you hold in your digital wallet, again, like one from us, one from Brace for Impact, etc., gets mm-hmm. you one entry into this giveaway. Uh, one one prize is a cameo-style Q and A with Dave Meltzer. He'll ask, answer any of your questions that you ask. You'll get to, uh then the second prize is a guest appearance on any Fight Game media show, your choice, anyone. And the third prize is an official chair from night one of this year's WrestleMania. It's the chair with the cartoon of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, stunning Kevin Owens. And the winner will get that shipped to them anywhere in the continental US for free. And then you, you and your spouse, you and your kids, you and your brother can all practice unprotected headshots in the comfort of your own home. Yep. All you have to do to claim one of these po ops is to send an email to fight game media POAP at gmail.com again fight game media POAP at gmail.com with the secret word and the thing is the secret word isn't a word it's a phrase and that is battle of the belts to preview so email fight game media POAP at gmail.com with the phrase battle of the belts pre to preview to win the boom POAP to claim the boom POAP you're not winning it But when you do claim it, you will get one entry to win one of these prizes. So uh, go do that right now. Pause us. Go do it immediately. You know what? Don't pause us. Do it later. I don't care if you forget about it. If you leave, you're probably never coming back. So uh, (laughs) just do this later. And then go do it for all the other shows as well. And uh, win yourself some unprotected headshots, my friends. Yeah. The thing is
2: like it, it, it was a little weird to set up at first. The first time I set it up. Yeah. But once you set it up, it's like super easy. It's
1: super easy. That's the thing. It's super easy. You know what? Also, if you need help setting this up or figuring out what the hell we're talking about, email fightgamemediapoap at gmail.com. I guarantee you they'll help you. Exp- they'll help explain everything, how to set up your wallet, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, Even if you don't have a wallet, you can still claim it simply with your email address yep. until you figure out how, how to open your own nft wallet which is again free none of this cost a penny Mm-mm. um unless you do want to subscribe to fight game media's patreon patreon.com fight game media five dollars let's talk some more champions yep what do you think what do you think of adam page right now like i like i like his reign mm-hmm. i like who he's wrestling mm-hmm. um he's been getting great wins but he doesn't feel like he's the biggest deal in the company. And uh, we've talked off air, and I think we've talked on the on air before about mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm, it's a little yeah. more difficult to book a, a face. Yeah, is the heel like like Kenny's just going to come out always and make the show about him because he's the baddest dude on the planet? And he's the bell collector. A face can't do that. Right. To me, historically, a face is going to establish his presence as a big deal, coming out, protecting other faces, standing up to bullies. And he's been doing that to some extent, but again, not with the hottest people in the company, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to me, the hottest feuds or the hottest things in this company right now are Wardlow MJF mm-hmm. and Blackpool combat club.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: Adam page hasn't even sniffed any of those people, not Mm-mm.
2: one. Mm-mm.
1: And it's a, it's a shame because I would like him to be the big deal that I think he should be, but he's, he's fought great people. He's won great matches. you know, yeah. Um, although I was not as into this this Texas death match as I thought I would be this week on uh, on Rampage, I don't know why
2: I I was I think I was into it because I set my expectations low because I um I think they had been leaning on like hardcore matches and matches like that a lot lately yeah. this year in the last four or five months little especially too much. With, yeah. especially with hangman. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was a little like dreading. Oh man, you know I was at the the first Texas Deathmatch they did with Moxley mm -hmm. and Archer. You know, with the barbed wire thing, and then the New Year's Eve thing uh, with the women. And I picture
1: you walking out of that arena bathed in blood. Everybody (laughs) in the arena is completely. It was traumatic. I get like I get why they did so many um, hardcore matches with Moxley. Like he's a CZW guy. They did them because he wanted to do them right don't understand why they're doing so many with hangman page
2: you know what it reminds me of is um eddie guerrero when eddie guerrero was the world champion in uh wwe and he had that like super bloody match with jbl Mm -hmm. and it was like well we got to show that he's tough you know yeah or something like that and i don't think they need to do that with adam page i think people think he's tough Mm -hmm. but i think there is like a like a old tommy dreamer kind of thing you know i like gotta like i gotta prove that i'm You know that kind of That's how they chose to do it that was one of the things I actually did really like about The um the Texas Match this weekend was that Other than the accidental whatever He did to get kicked in the chin That bled Mm -hmm. really bad yeah like I Could tell that match was not Planned for hangman to bleed
1: No exactly
2: which I thought was Great because it was like no no He's just gonna kick some butt Yeah and And just dominate you know this dude and come out on top it's not going to be hangman barely scrapes by hangman survives against Mm -hmm. adam cole or anything like that it's like no he's going to go out and beat the crap out of this guy yeah and take his title
1: home i think this is the first time i've ever seen a bloody like just chin in wrestling like it was weird like i don't usually (laughs) see blood just in that area yeah number one and number two like i loved the setup i loved him going going face to face with Adam Cole, telling him he's gonna give him the match he wants as a punishment. Yeah. Watching Cole's reaction. I loved that. Right. And then like I enjoyed I enjoyed the the as they said the 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 literal clothesline with mm-hmm. Jane. chain. There's mm-hmm. a lot of great stuff in this match. I think my disconnect with the match was simply I've been spoiled lately with all these FTR matches, all these yeah. five-star matches. Yeah. And we can't they don't need to get us too used to those because they can't give us those every week. There's no way. And and I think that's literally it. And I'd also been watching a lot of New Japan the same, the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I literally was just like, oh, this isn't five stars. Come on now, which right. is ridiculous because I did enjoy the match. It just wasn't yeah, as totally. captivating as I'd hoped it would be. NFL Sunday ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube
2: TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. yeah you know hey he has not had a single not really good title defense no they've yet, all been you good. know they've and, all been really good and the people he's been feuding with i mean you know archer okay whatever but like for the most part um okay you know, he beat, he's had he's had good opponents
1: yeah i'll go through this list real quick okay beat kenny omega for the title yep time limit draw with brian danielson mm-hmm. beat brian danielson Um, let's see, tag team match, then he beat Lance Archer in the Texas death match, then tag team match, then he beat Adam Cole, beat Dante Martin, and uh, then this, then this second Adam Cole. Like, he's had a good run. He's beat good people. So I think the
2: thing here, and we've talked about it before, but um, just since we're talking about it as a topic, I think really the thing that makes people feel underwhelmed by how he's been booked Mm -hmm. is not so much it's not so much the booking. It's just literally the amount of time he gets on TV. Yeah. That makes him feel like not as big of a deal. He'll get 35 seconds. He'll get a minute and a half. Mm -hmm. He'll get one promo. Whereas, you know, right. Whereas the storytellers, you like CM Punk or MJF, they're getting these long, big segments that feel like a big deal. And video packages. Right. And, and Hangman, you know, because he's a, he's he's an ass kicker in the ring but he's not like he's not a guy you want to have a huge monologue from you know the more he talks the less impactful he's going to be and i think they really dialed it in really well with the adam cole stuff mm-hmm. but i think the what they just need to do is just have him in the ring more just have him yeah. in tag matches more have him uh do more matches like that dante martin thing where it's like hey this guy got a really big win in elevation let's you know have him a non-title match with adam page
1: yeah no and and, and, like I said, I would like to see him come out more often defending faces that are getting beaten down and say, like, not yep. on my watch, not while I'm the champion. You're not yeah. coming out here on my show and doing that and doing this sort of nonsense to my friends. Right. Have him be the big brother to everybody, not right. just the dark order, and have him in, uh, be a little more assertive. And I think yeah. that's how you get him matches with more rank more that's how you get in matches with people with a lot of heat right now if, if you right. can i know they don't want to look they're not going to have him in a match with mjf that's clear like that would be a huge thing no. and it's years away but you Our, could
2: put him in a match with alive. bobby fish or color yeah. Riley.
1: yeah exactly have that it's crazy he hasn't had singles matches against either of those guys yeah
2: i mean everybody in has the, a match with uh anthony bowens or uh max caster you know that's right. like, that's like a, it's everybody gets a match with them
1: everybody gets the match um but yeah, but like, especially since we keep seeing these deals where like CM Punk has to wrestle everyone MJF has ever met in his life before yeah. getting the match <laughs> and just, and, and Adam Page is just like straight to Adam Cole twice, never, never touches Bobby Fisher, or Kyle O'Reilly outside of a tag match. It's, it is a surprise. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk, uh, Thunder Rosa. She won the, she mm-hmm. won the belt about a one month ago, month in like four days and outs and this match with Nyla Rose was her first match since outside of um a WrestleMania weekend match with a lady named Trisha Dora. Um mm-hmm. this was a good match. I enjoyed the match. It wasn't terrible. It was never in doubt, though. And that's something else that mm-hmm. I was a little I want to be I want to be a little in doubt, but mm-hmm. you're not always gonna be in that position. We yeah. knew Thun, we knew Nyla Rose isn't taking the belt off Thunder Rose. It was still a pretty good match, though.
2: Yeah, and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that there's Dallas and she's firmly established yeah. as like a Dallas, oh, I mean, her, a Texas girl. That outfit she came out in.
1: I was about was to say, just, she has done a great job first walking out for her match with Britt Baker yeah. and here with having really powerful outfits that are meaningful. And yeah. I really like that. So it's, we're a little too early to really determine her booking. I do right. wish she'd gotten the belt a year ago instead of when she did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was cooling off a little when she got it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she's somebody that can bring everybody back around. She can kind of get hot at any time. She's really good at playing to the crowd.
2: Yeah, I hope that... Um, I don't know if uh, Serena Deeb is done with Hikaru Shida, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that Deeb is the next it's either challenger or, or the next challenge. It's got to be change.
1: Deeb or Baker. We're not going to know yeah. about Baker until Brits until we get to Britzberg, which is right
2: two weeks. Because could yeah, uh, no, it's this, this week? weekend, this week. Okay, this great. Week,
1: yeah, okay, awesome. Uh,
2: and and she may be destined, you know, to go through the cup. I could see that. Yeah. Which the finals will be at um, Double or Nothing,
1: right? They've got all um, that laid out. Okay. And we'll, we'll be talking more about the cup later. We're going to be going over the upcoming matches. Who's in mm-hmm. already. Um, okay. Who do you want to talk about next title wise?
2: Let's talk about Jurassic express. Jeremy Stone.
1: Yeah. That's where I was going. You, you go ahead with that
2: on uh, we asked in the, uh, uh, fight game media network, Facebook group, uh, for some opinions on the champions and, um, uh, Jeremy Feinstein had a great thought about the world tag team champions, Jurassic Express, in that saying that they've been a great act because everybody buys hook, line, and seeker, that the next defense they have is the one they're going to lose. And they Every just time. keep winning. Every, Every time. time. Everybody works thinks, on me too. Yeah.
1: yeah. You were sure they were going to lose to Red Dragon, and you were sure they were going to lose at the last pay-per-view, right?
2: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And everybody has been. And no, that's a really good point because that is a great gimmick. Mm-hmm. And they're they're the underdogs. They're the underdog baby faces. They're the baby faces in peril, if you will. And they've been, done a great job of it. My personal opinion is like I was talking about, I want champions with heat behind them. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's Blackpool Combat Club. And I've, mm-hmm. and as they're taking people out week after week after week, they need to be climbing the rankings and they need to get shots at this belt. And I, and I do hope they take the belts. And I'd love to see, uh, I'd love to see Jurassic Express get another shot to get them back. But um, let me see, let me pull that up. I don't think they're in the top. I don't think they're in the rankings right now, are they? No, they're not. No, they're not. I think they've only had a couple of matches. But FTR is at the top, and that's it's, right. You know that—that's somebody else who has some heat behind them right now. They're AAA champions. They're ROH champions. Yeah, they feel like
2: we, one of the hottest acts in the company right now.
1: Yeah, but do we? Do, are we going to have face versus face? I don't see that. Like Christian might be turning heel. I don't see them turning jungle boy heel, but Mm-mm. I mean, I'm, no. I'm, I'm usually wrong though. So why not this time? Why? <laughs> I not
2: still think time? the future, I still think the future of Jurassic Express is they're just going to keep winning until keep it's winning. time, until it's time to put the, the real next champions in. Yeah. And then when they do that, I feel like they're going to pull the trigger on Christian and jungle boy feuding. Right. So to, to spin Jungle Boy off into a single again and get him heated up.
1: That's um, a good idea. That I, I really like that idea.
2: Let's, I would have. I would have. Uh, so I think I said at the beginning of the year, but I'm still like uh, House of Black is one of my least favorite things in AEW right now. But I still feel mm-hmm. like they could be amazing tag team champions.
1: I think you could change the story on them in one week. I really think they're talented yeah. Oh, yeah. enough. You can change the whole thing in one week. All he has to do is just stop. Talking been about so, Fuego del Sol. Yeah, they've been. I mean, they're feuding with Fuego del Sol. Fuego del Sol. They went from knocking Cody Rhodes out, knocking out Arne Anderson, making, turning Arne Anderson into a man who has to carry a gun with him everywhere he goes. Right. And now they're feuding with Fuego.
2: They're right, and it's not doesn't yeah. even seem to be building up to the return of Too Fast to Fuego, which is really sad.
1: It's a real shame. It is a true, true shame. Um, they've had a they've had a. <laughs> They've had a pretty good run here. Look, they 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 beat Lucha Brothers, Lucha Express. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lucha Brothers. Um, they uh, then beat QT Marshall and Nick Camarado. They beat uh, Alex Reynolds, John Silver. They beat Private Party. They beat the ass boys. They beat Red Dragon and the Young Bucks in a three way. They beat the acclaimed. They've beat. um, Well, that was, was a six man. Who else? And now they've beat Red Dragon. They've beat a great deal of the best tag teams in AEW. Yeah, um, that's
2: four of the current top five. Other yeah. than the only one they haven't beaten is, is a top five. F- F-
1: NFTR, right? Well, oh yeah, sorry, FTR. Yeah, yeah. So top three, flight, three FTR. of the. Oh, I would love to see the top flight match. That would be a great match. Like, oh, that'd be great. No, nobody, I don't think anybody will care about it, but that'll be no, a great match. No, just put it
2: on. Yeah, just put it on dynamite, like unannounced. I, exactly. I mean, not unannounced, but just tweet it out the day of, and everyone yeah. will be into it.
1: I mean, that's how they do everything anyway. So right? Why not? But so yeah, I don't, I don't hate on the booking here. Like they, they've had a good run. Uh, it's going to be a big deal when they do lose because everybody's been expecting it. And never happened, so eventually people are going to be thinking, "Well, it's not going to happen," and that's when it's going to happen. Right. <laughs> right, which is good booking. It's good booking.
2: Yeah, it really is. That's good booking.
1: Okay, so and the one the one title that nobody mm-hmm. wants wants changed at all. The one title everyone loves right now in the mm-hmm. group at least is Jade Cargill, the woman that nobody yeah. wanted to have that title. Um, right. Jade is a star right now. She really is yeah. coming across as a star. We've got the Marina Shafir match coming up. Marina is has now broken into the top five. I believe she is. Four and is that a record? I uh, believe so. Yeah, Let me pull this up. So I've got it right up here. Yeah, 4-0. she's four 0 She's number five. Five and and0 after this week. Yep. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because that comes out before Dynamite every week. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So Nyla lost. She'll be seven and one. Um, okay. Serena Deep should be number one. Yeah. Yeah, Serena Deeb is going to be number one. Like you said, that's is she done with Hikaru Shida or not? We'll find out very soon. Um, I'm excited about the Jade Marina Shafir match because it feels like either Jade is going to struggle and get the win and they're going to try and make mm-hmm. a start of Marina with the loss. Or mm-hmm. I don't think Marina is going to win. I think it's too early. For I don't to think Marina so. Win.
2: I think even if they
1: were thinking, think that, be they're struggle, not
2: thinking that after this week. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll definitely be a scare because that's definitely part of the storyline is that Jade's not really paying attention. Right. Um, that's right. We had her you know, on her phone during the match. Right. During the match. With the baddie section. Yep, uh, which again, I, I didn't I will make Lodge a formal protest. If Tony Khan's listening, he'll need to know how upset we are that you did not make it into the baddie section. By the
1: way, Red Velvet made it into the baddie section. Am I correct on that? I saw somebody say that.
2: Red Velvet and Kira Hogan were both in the batty section. They nice. called them out on TV. That's right. Yeah. I don't know what um, that means. But, yeah. I
1: somehow saw the baddie section, did not recognize anyone. If that tells you how, like, mm.
2: I wasn't, clearly wasn't that
1: invested in the baddie section. But um <laughs> they weren't clearly batty. was not that bad. You know what but makes me wonder what's gonna happen with red velvet that Like, are yeah. we gonna get are we gonna get lackeys? Are we gonna get a little team mm. built around Jade Cargill, mm-hmm. perhaps including Tony Neese, which I love. Like everyone everyone in this team should have yeah. a six pack. If you don't have a six pack, yeah, you don't even sniff this team. Okay, you can still right. sit in the baddie section. But you're not in right. batty like batty express or whatever they're gonna call themselves.
2: Right. And then they needed like a they need to have six members so they have a six pack of six packs.
1: That's it. It's the it's the six Six pack packs squared. Right. Oh my god. Good lord. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think uh, Jade would be okay with that title though.
2: You know one thing, uh one thing I know want to note about Jade, my buddy Jimmy, uh shout out to Jimmy who who I believe listens every week. Um hey, uh, traveled to New Orleans he traveled Ooh. to New Orleans uh, to see this show with his wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, I forgot where he said they were going to eat somewhere. They got a restaurant recommendation and they were sitting there and they said a bunch of AEW wrestlers walked in mm-hmm. and I uh, said so like Kazarian, um, gosh, I can't remember who it was, Serena Deeb. Uh, I can't remember who some of the others were, uh, people thought, and one of them was, um, Jade Cargill okay and he was like the way that he that he's he just said like you know you walk in he said you know a lot of people like you could tell some people recognize them you could tell they knew they were being recognized mm-hmm. but no one made a big deal about it but it was like well when Jade cargo walks in like
1: it felt like a star was classic, walking in.
2: right heads turn in the airport right that he yeah. was like wow jade cargo's like look at the start she's just freaking ripped you know she's and should you know if, how if you she, didn't
1: know who she was you'd be like who is that you'd want to know i should right. yeah i should know who this is yeah that's really exciting
2: yeah he did not uh he decided not to uh, approach any of them let them have their lunch in peace but
1: let's talk about me for a second here let's let's yeah, let's focus let's... this on me okay i've lived in new orleans for years i don't live mm-hmm. in new orleans right now i live four hours away still in louisiana yeah. though had four different people offer me free tickets to this show. Oh. I did not take up any of them on it. And then uh-huh. my friend, Nick Harrison, who we were trying to get on the show tonight, couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, He's like, hey, man, I've got an extra, extra, extra ticket for you. Let's just meet me at this. St- meet me at the arena. Let's do this. And I'm like, man, I barely have time to make it. It's really like my truck. Like it would cost me like a lot of gas money to go. So yeah. I like, didn't go yeah. right. Then I find out. Because Nick Harrison is famous on TikTok Like 980,000 followers He wasn't just offering me A ticket Kevin He was offering me an, offering me an extra All access pass Which he used to go backstage Literally anywhere he wanted And hang out with Dan Housen Orange Cassidy Literally everybody He offered me the night of my dreams Kevin And I said no <laughs> No thank you I'm in my recliner right now I'm good Night of my dreams, nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, making a lot of bad choices here. Just, just bad choice after bad choice. Like I said, I'm often wrong. I was wrong again this week. (laughs) One day soon, but go, go check out on all of AEW social media. Go see my friend Nick hanging out by himself because I decided not to go.
2: Just imagine you there next to him.
1: Exactly. Just imagine the glory that could have that could have been going on there. (laughs) My God. By the way, my brother uh, does not watch wrestling. Yeah. He did when I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. when I talk about my old mid-south days, like his wrestling mm-hmm. era, like is just before mine. Like he kind of left okay. wrestling right around the time that Magnum TA got hurt. Apparently, okay. he listens to Jim Cornette now. Somehow oh, still boy. tries to talk to me about AEW every now and then. Saw him yeah. yesterday, and he's like, you know. You know, I you know I, I don't follow AEW too closely, but um, uh-huh. they've got this new guy I've been hearing about. So I checked out some videos, and I got to tell you, I really like this guy. I'm like, who is it? It's like this man oh, named Danhausen. Apparently, my brother, oh, wow. my brother who is now in his fifties, my brother has been yeah. in his fifties since he was like 22 years old. He is now a big Danhausen fan, which I never. I thought he was going to say FTR. I thought he was going to say right. no the man is into danhausen absolutely blew my mind this dude is over like he is clearly over cuz the only way my brother heard about danhausen is jim cornette just shitting on him but somehow he went now and Dan, saw the videos and liked it i just assumed jim cornette liked assuming. Housen. oh yeah. i didn't know that
2: okay so yeah now he doesn't now we know he does i i haven't listened to it time but i remember that hearing about when he talked about him mm-hmm. that he was a fan of him as a personality but it was like keep him away from the ring Mm-hmm. like the he's not a fan. He can't, of wrestler doesn't he can't want wrestle like he's not a bad yeah wrestler. he's not bad he's not he bad.
1: doesn't yeah. need to be wrestling hook but he's not a bad wrestler <laughs> God, God, good no. lord man now and and listen if you are just listening to us for the first time first of all how the hell do you find us but if you're just listening to us for the first time they'll like they'll have a good match it's just not yeah. the match we need like no they everyone likes both of them I don't want to root against either guy. It just doesn't make sense. Right. But um, I don't know. I like steak and
2: jelly beans, but I'm not going to put them together.
1: That's a that's a great way to put this. We need to have a steak and jelly beans recurring segment on here. Clearly. <laughs> um. Okay. I th- Well, I do. You want to talk about the FTW champion? I don't. I mean, does it? Is it a real championship?
2: Do we need just, to consider it a real? Let championship? me say this.
1: Okay. We now have an AW world champion, women's champion, mm-hmm. tag champ, TNT champ, TBS champ, FTW champ, ROH world champ, ROH TV champ, ROH pure champ, ROH tag champs, RH women's champ and maybe a trios champion.
2: Yeah. We
1: have a lot of belts floating around AEW right now. There's a lot right. of champions. Maybe it might it might be time to slowly just stop bringing out that FTW belt. Yeah. Although we have a big announcement coming this week. We can talk about it now, we can talk about it later perhaps i don't think this is what it is but perhaps it's an roh sorry i just got scared by my dog who's just shaking her head in the chair um perhaps <laughs> it's like an ROH. All the belts no it's way too many belts she's not about it um perhaps it's an roh tv deal and then we'll slowly move all these belts off of off of tv in fact i saw something earlier about the tag team that's part of tully blanchard enterprises i can't remember their names Offhand, yeah, but they basically yeah. said we are signed to ROH. Okay, but it's an AEW contract, so uh-huh. we could still be popping up on AEW. But we are signed to ROH, and when, yeah. I liked when they said that because it makes me think. I like the idea of Samoa Joe being full-time ROH, and mm-hmm. then a big deal when he shows up on AEW. I like that, mm-hmm. and I hope mm-hmm. if they start doing that. Um. I'd be really excited about. It. By the way, my favorite match of the week was Jonathan Gresham versus Dalton Castle. That was my favorite match oh, really? of AEW Championship week. I really enjoyed that match. Okay. Despite Jonathan Gresham being five foot four, which we both know means he's <laughs> five foot one. We right. know that. Like but he's also four and a half feet wide. That's exactly right. As am I, but um unfortunately not quite the same way. Yeah, he's but basically an
2: he equilateral triangle.
1: He really is an impressive wrestler, and I really do hope we get to see him wrestle. Yeah. Brian Danielson and John Silver and these other people, I really want to see him wrestle, not just because they're short, mm-hmm. but because he won't look as tiny next to them, mm-hmm. and they'll have amazing matches. Yeah. Um, one thing I thought they did mess up in that match, since I'm randomly talking about it right now for whatever reason, is you have your... What is the name of the new giant? Sat- called- Satnam Singh. That's right, Satnam Singh. I was about to just call him Veer Mahan, knowing he's not Veer Mahan. I was,
2: um, I was amazed. I was able to just
1: recall that. I'm impressed with that. It's literally, I should have had it in my notes in front of me, but I didn't write it down. They had Satnam Singh, who I don't know how tall he is, seven two, come into this, come into the ring to stare down a five foot four inch gentleman. S- and instead of giving us yep. that, letting us soak that in for give us right. 10 seconds, they yeah. immediately had Jay Lethal lay him out. And I'm like, really? Like, to me, yeah. that was a bigger mistake than, than the mistake everybody was up in arms about earlier in the week that we can talk about it whenever you're you're happy to talk about it. Right. But I'm, like, right. I'm like, just give us 10 seconds yeah. of, of Jonathan Gresham staring up at this monster. Right. And we didn't get it. And that was a real oh, that's a real shame. Yeah, it was a real shame. I mean, because at first, when he first walked
2: in, I thought, oh, that's what's going to happen. And this is yeah. pro wrestling. Yeah. You put that guy in there and stare him down. It's And brilliant. then have like, yeah, and then have like Gresham try some kind of heel hook or something, you yeah. know. Try to like pull him down, but he like just kind of swats him away. Yeah. You know.
1: Or even like shoves and him, then have like throws him in. into the corner with mm-hmm. his leg or something. I did like the whole... Lifting right. him up and slamming him down. Like the I, I rewatched yeah. it today. And the first time I was like, okay, that's cool. And today I realized that's kind of impressive. Like it's kind of impressive. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So FTR like the 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 FTW championship feels a bit much. Um what else? yeah okay, it, so what, pretty what are... much
2: i pretty much let's just get it onto hook and just have yeah. it be hooks part of hook's gimmick is that he's a guy part but there's real title matches yeah just right. have it be part of his gimmick
1: because like i mean right now if you're if you're a new fan and you're just started yeah. watching aw in the last three or four weeks everybody right. has a title either you to everybody has a title right um and it's a
2: little yeah and then if they uh if they um one of the other things that could be one of the announcements next week could be some sort of working relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling. I think that's which what Which would it introduce is. their 18 titles. Yeah. So many. many titles into the mix. I, yeah.
1: I think it's going to be that. And then like what everybody's been talking about with a, uh, an AEW versus New Japan show. in yeah. I think June or July, early July, first week of July. I think June is what in people are chi- talking about. Yeah. Okay. in uh, In Chicago. And I, I think that's what it's going to be. I hope that's what it's going to be. I mean, I'll, I hope it, I wish I'm, it was a lot of things, but. Right. Um,
2: I'm trying to it, manifest I, a G1 preview that uh, sets up the Blackpool Combat Club all entering the G1 tournament. That's
1: brilliant. That's my, really, that's my, we,
2: that's my greatest wish.
1: We know Brian Danielson's going to be in. We know that. Yeah. You knew Moxley he, loves it. Yeah. He f- it feels I like. I'd even love Wheeler Yuta in there going like, yeah. you know. I, I feel like Daniel Garcia having just one battle, of Los Angeles. He needs to be in there as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could get a lot. We could have a lot of people in there. There's no reason not to think there won't be six guys in there, and I really hope there will be. It all depends on what's happening with COVID. Although right now, I don't think anybody's even like. I think there's like record deaths. Nobody cares, and and I'm fine with that right now. I listen. I don't care if I die of it. I just don't want to deal with with all the consequences and pe- I just want. New Japan people to be able to come here, whether I'm dead or not. I want them here and I want us there, period. And I'm willing to die for that, Kevin. I need everybody listening to understand that. I I'm appreciate your sacrifice. Thank you. I would prefer not to, though. But still. yeah. OK, so let's see. Uh, CM Punk had a good match against Penta. I really like the Jurassic Express Red Dragon match this week. Any matches in particular you want to talk about? Just kind of just these were exceptional matches. You know,
2: I think my favorite match of the week was the um, Hobbs and Stark and uh, Keith Lee and Swerve, I literally that tag match. That match.
1: I literally, and I liked that match a lot. I yeah. was really excited for that one. I was more excited for that one than any of the others we had announced, Um, kind of until Samoa Joe versus uh, Suzuki got announced. Yeah. And it, it was really good. I really enjoyed that one. They feel to me, this is weird, It almost feels like, because they've been doing all their stuff over on Rampage. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was on Dynamite, though, right? Right. Yep. It's felt like they've just been in their own little bubble world, those four. Yeah, they have. Like, they they haven't been dealing with anybody else, and it hasn't even... It just feels totally... The Team Taz universe, right? Yeah, it's in the Team Taz universe. It's not a part of the world title situation or the TNT title situation or any title situation. It's just... These four guys, and I'm ready for these four guys to start spreading out and interacting with more people outside of themselves. And yeah. Ho- and hopefully that's what's going to come out of this.
2: Yeah. Also I, th- I thought all four guys came out uh better they all look good. than they yeah. They all four came out as bigger stars and they went in uh Starks with that hometown.
1: I love oh, I love it when people get a great hometown moment. First of all, I, we need to we need to as a community talk about. New Orleans, Louisiana crowds are hot for wrestling. This was a great crowd. They were hot from minute number one, and they absolutely delivered on that Ricky Starks hometown heat. Uh, he was totally over. And I thought, no way they're going to have Ricky Starks win in his hometown. Like, they'd probably like to. And sure enough, he did. Yeah. And I saw somebody say this week, and I don't remember who, that Will Will Hobbs has come off better than anybody. Oh, yeah. Viewed, and he has. He's looked yeah. amazing. And ever since back in the day when Butch Reed talked about what what all he saw in Will Hobbs, like Hobbs feels like a star waiting to happen. And I'm surprised they've been moving him along so slowly. But they, they're doing that with everybody. They're taking their yeah. time with Wardlow, taking their time with Hobbs. And yeah. when all these people come to fruition and they're ready to be like, when that plan is ready to be harvested, yeah. we are going to have one hell of a group here of young talent <laughs> ready to go. Yeah. Like it is yeah. the, the amount of young people they have. We talked about it before. It's unreal.
2: Right. Um, and, and a pretty good little, pretty good little batch of Hosses too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, None of them are, none of them are giants, but they are. Yeah. They, uh, Hoss is the way to describe them. Big barrel chested monsters. Yeah. Um,
2: Let's see. what do you think of uh, Simone Joe and Minoru Suzuki?
1: I wish it would have gone like eight hours, you know, but I I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it for what it was. I love this. I mean, the slap fight, come on. Right. They, they're they're, They looked like they'd been whipped with like two by fours, like 40 seconds into this show, into the match. It it was, I really, I like the more. When you first said it, I I just remembered good match, but then I started thinking, I'm like, man, I love this thing. This thing was great. It's one of
2: those things that's like, it wasn't my favorite of the week. I don't know if I would but rate it, was, it, what I would rate it, but like, yeah. because it, because there was so little to it, but it yeah. was like, it was exactly all it needed to be. Suzuki uh, keeps having matches like that.
1: And a lot yeah, of it is of his Amer- of when he comes over to America, he just yeah. does
2: that. And, and the guys yeah. are so fired up to be able to do that with him.
1: And his fans the, yeah. were fired up. Those fans right. in new Orleans were fired up. Yeah. And so it's like, it's not a five-star match. Probably not a four star match, but you have so much fun as might as well have been. Right,
2: right. And I Samoa Joe, just the what he brought out of Samoa Joe, just the yeah. facial expressions on Joe.
1: Samoa Joe already at first look, I know Samoa Joe is a badass. Yeah, and he should always be. Yeah, when he came in, I didn't know if he was gonna be, but that yeah. and then him running out to take on. AEW's mm-hmm. giant version of Veer Maham, Satnam Singh. Yes. He felt like a badass with his belt and his and his yep. metal his AEW issued metal pipe. Right. They all bring out the same metal pipe. That's I right. assume it's Tony's personal metal pipe he keeps <laughs> on himself during contract negotiations and right. he hands it to them from Gorilla Position. Yes as they, they go through the curtain. Just pick it up yeah. on the way out. It looks like a it looks like a handoff in like an Olympic uh, relay race. Has got to be what it looks like, right? But he's look—he's coming off like a badass, and that's exactly what we want. We want a Samoa Joe who is going to kill you.
2: Mm -hmm. And I love this is a little thing that AEW does well that I'm really surprised they do it as it's because it's really hard to do this well Mm -hmm. when and 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 Adam Cole is a great example of it when someone has really great entrance music. Uh And then they come into AEW. They have, uh, what's his name? Mikey Ruckus. Uh Uh-huh. Essentially recreate what made the previous entrance music so great, but it doesn't feel like a knockoff. Like the, you know, like the Adam Cole theme, it's very like Rage Against the Machine and all that. Mm -hmm. But, but like, it's probably his best entrance music that he's ever had. But it's essentially just recapturing what the, Undisputed air has. And so with yeah. Joe, it's the same thing. You've got the big horns, you've got the guts, like this thing. that just sounds like Godzilla coming through the town, you know, and the flames on the screen and all that. Like they totally recreated his awesome theme from WWE, but it's still its own thing. And little things like that just really help. I think.
1: I think that Mikey ruckus is one of their best signings. Oh, absolutely. They've had, and that's one thing, one thing I, I I did not think to put in the notes mm. um that I want to bring up is we talk about all the on-air talent talent that AEW signs. Yeah. We don't talk a lot about the off-air talent, but Pat Buck is okay. a guy who's a WWE producer. Yeah, he did he produced the Ronda Rousey match and at least one other match at WrestleMania. A few weeks ago, I think I'm looking April 4th, it was reported. Mm-hmm. He, he retired. He quit after WrestleMania. He was done one, uh, 10 days later. He is backstage producing matches for AEW and he's not the only one. He's just the only one whose name I remember. There's two of them that have now left WWE. Sanjay is one of them. Okay. Sanjay Dutt then. Um, I think so, that's okay. really good uh, because a lot of AEW's issues have yeah. been technical. Yes. Yeah. And I I don't I segment don't know. Producing, yeah. Segment producing. Exactly. And overall, and these, like editing. These yeah. guys have been doing it for a very long time and they're mm-hmm. reportedly very good at that job. Yeah. These are important signings. And I yeah. really hope that we see the we see the results of that on these shows, as in, you know, what? it's one of those things like with a with like with referees where you don't notice them until they they screw up or umpires right right. and uh, hopefully we don't ever notice pat buck or sanjay behind the scenes ever Mm -hmm. because they just do a great job and all the explosions go off as planned
2: yeah (laughs) literally and metaphorically yeah i
1: hope pat buck was Uh, wwe's explosion producer
2: right (laughs) okay so this week i've been slightly embarrassed to ask i have no idea who pat buck is like I I I know the story and everything like of him coming over, but like he's I, I see people talk about him as if they're like oh yeah Pat Buck, and I'm like I don't I don't
1: I know his real name's Pat Buckridge, and okay. um like when I hear Pat Buck my mind immediately goes to Joe Buck and I'm like that's not Joe Buck yeah <laughs> and but no like I'd never heard of him before until his retirement okay. thing all I but I do know he's just been doing it for years and he's supposed to be good yeah. even yeah. though he, that that Ronda Rousey match was pretty terrible. I personally have known about known Ronda Rousey long enough to know that's on Ronda Rousey. That wasn't Pat. Yeah, that was Ronda. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that. Um, So yeah, no, I don't know anything about him whatsoever, other than he's supposed to be good. And Vince clearly wanted to keep him if he had to retire to get out of his contract or whatever.
2: Well, if anyone knows Pat Buck and wants to have hook him up and we'll have him on the show and get to know him.
1: You know what? Pat Buck. You're welcome on the show any week. Give us a call, buddy. Give us a call. Hit me up at Peppermint Fatty on all your social media. <laughs> um I'm sure that's gonna happen any any yeah. any day now. <laughs> Just any day. That's
2: exactly that's exactly how you entice people to be on your show is to talk about how you haven't heard of them.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pat, come tell us why we should have heard of you. No, I think that's the sign that he's a great producer. Is that we haven't heard of him?
2: That means he's the yeah, best in the business. I can I can tell just by people how how they're reacting. I just yeah. love to know his. The
1: only story. like legit. The only time we ever hear about producers is for instance, my one of my good buddies was real upset. He's been upset with Tony Khan literally mm-hmm. every week since Tony Khan came was born, but mm-hmm. he was real upset with Tony Khan this week. For, quote unquote, throwing a producer under the bus for saying, the reason I did the lights off, lights on, is a a producer with 30 years of experience gave me the idea and nobody else said not to. Yeah, Which I like that he didn't name him, but he might as well have said, look, this guy's been a producer for 30 years. He's one of the strongest men in the world. He's a terrible announcer. Right. Dark. like I think we know who he's a radio show. Yeah. Yeah. I think we know who he's referring to, but um, you hear about producers when they screw up. You really right. do. Um, Okay. You know what? Let's, let's jump to the end here and we can work okay. back as there's things to talk about. Sure. So if I hadn't seen what happened in the, on the two minute overrun on a W dynamite, uh-huh. I would assume that Tony Khan brought Kenny Omega out to the ring pulled out a ceremonial knife and sacrificed him on an altar to the to the death god slanesh from warhammer 40k but then when i did watch i was like that didn't happen it was just a giant man came out after the lights got turned out which was stupid but he came out he didn't look terrible he did my least favorite move in professional wrestling the claw Mm -hmm. and that was it it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. But people are acting like he he sacrificed Kenny Omega to Slaanesh. Yeah. That's how people are reacting <laughs> to this. Now, look, was the lights off, lights on thing? Has it been overdone? Was it an unnecessary? Absolutely. You just bring out your seven foot two guy and right. everybody's like, oh, shit, that dude's seven foot two. Right. Exactly. That's, that's all you do. But this wasn't like. It's not no. like they shot somebody in their kneecaps in the ring, man. It was just not great. It wasn't. It was a, people act like it was a nightmare. Like yeah. this was just people were just getting sniped from the stands and pe- bodies are falling. That's the way people are reacting. To this? like, come on, man. It they was just turned yeah. the lights off for a second. It's overdone, but it wasn't terrible. Right.
2: It was as someone described an unforced error. Like yeah. it was, it was, a, it was bad judgment. And, you don't do a lights out. You don't, you don't do a lights out gimmick with someone that no one's going to no, know. You
1: don't. It was stupid. It was, was absolutely dumb. stupid. Right. How dare you Mark Henry? Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> maybe like they learned allegedly. they learn their lesson. Alleged, Yes. How dare you alleged Mark Henry? But I don't know. I thought everybody just lost their minds over this. Well, it, was, yeah. it, it wasn't great.
2: Nobody can whip people up like Tony Khan. No. I mean, you know, like yeah. when he, he gets, he's so excited about this two minute overrun. Everyone's yeah. like, it's gotta,
1: you know, I, AEW I was blown away I, when it was only two minutes. I was blown
2: I, away. Well, I loved it because there was such a, there was such like a thing about like, how are people going to know what are, what's going to happen? You know, when people don't, when well, they miss out on the two minutes because yeah. they didn't get that because it was only on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked on there and, I looked at the listing, and the listing on my uh, DVR before it started was it'll it will be two minutes over. Uh, <laughs> it was like the show ends at at nine o two.
1: Oh, that's amazing! Uh, I, de- I never looked to see that. Yeah, that's it was fantastic. before.
2: I was like, oh okay, because I was like, oh should I set it like a half hour? Are they going to do a ninety minute draw or something? You know? Do you
1: um, you think yeah. Satnam Singh redeemed that segment on Battle of the Belts? I. think, I think
2: he did. I agree with what I you said him about with him the and Gresham. I thought the thing I, number one. I think him just marching out mm-hmm. is way more impressive because, like, if he had like let's just say on um, uh, Wednesday night, mm-hmm. Samoa Joe had been in the ring, and this guy just came marching through the crowd, yeah. right, head and shoulders above the people he's walking through as
1: he's coming up right I just, i'm sorry you just gave me the most ridiculous idea oh god like what if you know how they always have people like dressed like with the mask like their right. cameraman what yeah. if they'd had that man dressed <laughs> cameraman. as a cameraman like he's just pointing the camera
2: he's just pointing the camera down onto samoa joe yeah like they have like, like the nobody, camera shot
1: yeah like you nobody's see, like joe's bald spot
2: from the top yes yeah, that would have been amazing. Okay,
1: I'm sorry for interrupting. the thing.
2: camera and it takes five seconds to hit the ground.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. this long, right. slow <laughs> motion visual of him going to the ground. Right. Oh, that's great. But that's how you get big guys over. You play up yeah. the height. Yeah. The, and you know, Jonathan Gresham's your guy since you, right. for whatever reason, like, look. Yeah. We would have all liked to have seen him throw Marco Stunt into the mezzanine Right. But somebody didn't rehire the poor guy. Didn't even call yeah. him back.
2: And Fuego's tied up with the evil house
1: of dark lords. With three monsters for whatever reason. Right. With and, uh, so yeah, Jonathan yeah. Gresham's your guy. Yeah. You didn't even let him face off for a full second. No. It's like a half second.
2: Here's the thing though, that, that, uh, that I, I wouldn't know. If, I don't know if impressive is the word I would use, mm-hmm. but watching Satnam Singh move. He seems nimble. Like he seems like he can move. He He moves like like an old person. Yeah, he looks like a real athlete, not like a Giant Gonzalez or uh,
1: El Gigante. uh, Yeah. El Gigante or someone who's like
2: really, you know, just kind of clumsy. He didn't look clumsy. No. He looks like he's been trained, even that, you know. So, you
1: know, they said he's been training for eight months. Yeah. And which made me, and I should have looked back at this, but I'm guessing if we look back, Paul White was hired eight months ago, probably to this, to the, to the day. Mm-hmm. Like I bet he, that's one of the big reasons they brought him in was to help train this guy. And to to me, in my mind, as soon as they say he's been training eight months, I thought big show. Yeah. It's like seven foot. Right. And 6'6 Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. That's a pretty solid duo to help train this guy. Right. They said, like, he was a legit first Indian athlete in the NBA, Mm -hmm. which means he's a legit athlete. He's not a guy who is like El Gigante, who was just trying out for the NBA. Right. He can actually move. He looks good. Mm -hmm. it's not like he's looking like jonathan gresham in there and he had he's a hint of swagger
2: he had a little hint of swagger in there he's yeah. like give it you know doing the pointy eyes you know pointing yeah. his eyes to um joe you know like he had a little bit of attitude so i you know I, he didn't look lost
1: out there i make fun of people's physical attributes sometimes and i shouldn't yeah and i'm not making fun his brow yeah his four it is it, it's it's like pronounced and yeah. it's scary. Like it it's makes it feel Wagner dangerous thing going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I like it. I think it's really yeah. cool. He looks like a monster. Yeah. Um. Even if he's not all the way trained up, I think he I think he has a real potential to be really good. I think he really does. Could be. And I'm excited. I, I hope that I just hope
2: they don't. They, it's it's going to be hard because, Uh, you know, can't like can't overdo can put it. it Right. If they put him in with John Gresham, what do you do? You have him win the ROH world title. You can't do that. No, but you also can't have like Jonathan Gresham just, you know, time up. I like, and, I,
1: yeah. I would like with a guy like that. I like the idea of him crushing people until somebody like Jonathan Gresham gets him in a heel hook. I've said it before the yeah. Frank Mir Brock Lesnar. Yes. angle. I really yeah. like that. And I don't see people doing that. And it's so simple and so real, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't know what you like. He's clearly, it looks like he's going to, he's going to be part of a few, with Mojo, whether he's in the ring with him or not. Right. Um, i like whatever reason. I just like the vibe of Jay lethal, um, Sanjay Dutt and him together. Yeah, like that it so feels far, yeah. cool. It, mm-hmm. I like it. Um, so I'm excited to see where that goes. I feel like there's some heat there for me right now. I'm excited yeah. to see what happens next with this.
2: Yeah. And in general, um, until they announce a deal for ongoing ROH TV I don't mind there being like one segment a week that's like the ROH no. thing. The ROH with like the ROH announcer and all that I I would love it even if they um you know I may not work out with the sudden scenes of the world but um if they just set up ROH as being like you know what we're all pure rules mm-hmm Or something like that, you know, where it's like, you know, something beyond the handshakes before the ring, but something to set it apart is like, this is actually a little bit different product. When you see these title matches, they're going to be a little bit different. Wheeler Yuta defending the pure title is different than Wheeler Yuta in the six man, you know, uh, combat club match.
1: You do realize that when we start our dedicated ROH podcast for Fight Game Media, it's going to be called Beyond the Handshakes, right? Like that's the name. That's You just laid it out. Yeah. Done. Done um let's see so uh the Th- they built thunder rose and nyla rose with a the cake
2: they did and, a, and an incredible line from
1: nyla rose it was would you like to deliver that line? <laughs> she, yeah. nyla
2: rose every week <laughs> has one line that i just makes me love her more and it now we know when she
1: said i love cake and, and violence. violence. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, look, we're learning really quickly why she's Twitter follow of the year. Yeah. Um, I had no idea, but now I'm getting it and I'm liking it because we're getting more, we're clearly getting more of Nyla Rose's humor. Yeah. And it's pretty good. She's pretty- also AEW said has been building a lot of angles using baked goods. We had the Eddie, we had we had Eddie That's Kingston right. in two Yeah. Um, which it just hit me like that's been going on since even before the Jericho Appreciation mm-hmm. Society. Mm-hmm. We've had this. I guarantee you that's not the only two. I know there's more. I just can't remember what they are offhand. We <laughs> we had the burger angle with yeah. Nyla and uh, oh, Britt gosh. Baker. Oh, Lord. <laughs> which, disappointing number. That was unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, Danielson Moxley and Uta versus the Gun Club wasn't a bad match. A lot of people didn't like like the Gun Club's kind of silliness in that match. I didn't mind it because the Gun Club were kind of silly. Um, yeah. Anytime you're putting Billy Gunn in the ring in 2022, I'm excited. Um, and it hits you like Billy Gunn was Billy Gunn was in his prime in one of the most monster er- eras of pro wrestling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where everyone you met on the street either had an Austin 316 shirt or an NWO shirt. or in any shirt. other era, he would have been, been a world champion. He would have been a monster. Yeah. But he just came off as another guy because everybody was 6'5, 250, right. everybody was jacked. Yeah. And this guy's like in his sixties, jacked or fifty eight, or however right. old he is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like some I, I think he was on um I think he was on Dark this week and 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 either Big Show or um or Mark Henry basically said like, like that like Kind of, they broke the mold after they yeah. used after God used his DNA. Like it's right. insane. Yeah, what kind of shape? They broke in. the petri dish anyway. It, there you go. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah,
2: when they used him perfectly in this match. Yeah, like like he's like the like the gun club or the gun club. They're you know a good team, but they can be beaten. And, uh, you know, Billy Gunn is not the best wrestler in the match, but he's also the biggest wrestler in the match. So, you know, can you take him down?
1: He's the muscle. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So the way that they played up each spot, I like it was just one of those like really good, like house show type matches where it's like each person got to show their personality. Yuda, I loved how over Yuda was.
1: Yuda's getting all the way over, all the way. It's, It's impressive, even though Gary Gonzalez apparently... Can cannot remember how to say the name with you. Yeah. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> he's that gonna get me doing week. it. No, I'm yeah. trying not to even. Say yeah, it like he's, he's gonna. It's gonna get, get, it's doing gonna doing get in it. our head, and it's gonna be an entire fight right. game media thing. That and now
2: after New Japan, 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 there's Shooter Amina Shooter. Yeah, uh yeah. Umino. I just call him
1: Shooter because I know better. I know not right. to try and eat So and now arrest. I'm gonna be saying like Wheeler Shooter. Yeah, yeah. You know he was kidnapped for a good while by John Moxley a few like a year ago, right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. um which I love that Moxley's just kidnapping young boys but not yep. in the way not in the same way that that Epstein was kidnapping young boys. No. That's oh, a totally look, no. separate incident. No. Um but uh they're handling we either you to well and I actually think they're handling the the gun club well cuz that's clearly they they see these guys as real talents mm-hmm. they're going to be you know, two or three years from now, be doing something. Yeah, And they didn't just throw them on TV for a few weeks and take them off. The fact they're still right. here they're still there. Is, is growth for AEW because yep. we've had so many situations. You're on TV for two weeks. You're a big deal that we don't see you for six months. Yeah, Hopefully this means they're learning some lessons there. I think um, they're going to
2: learn some really great lessons and then uh, do pretty well as mid-carters in the WWE in a few years. That sounds right.
1: That sounds right. Uh The butcher beat up a dude, uh, so that he can fight Wardlow next week. I'm not as excited for the Wardlow Butcher match as I as I should be because I really like both, mm-hmm. and I think it'll be good. But Wardlow is clearly going to massacre this. Yeah, man. I think that's why we're not excited um, about it is because you want more for Butcher. You, you want, yeah, you want, you want him to be in a match where he feels meaningful and he doesn't feel yeah. meaningful here. You want to feel about butcher and Wardlow the way you do about Keith yeah. Lee and Hobbs. Yeah. You want Wardlow to be facing somebody hot as well. And he's not, right. yeah. even though I love like the butchers look, it keeps getting better mm-hmm. and better. He's oh, yeah. in great shape. Yeah. And I really look, I would love it if the butcher got to run like Stan handsome, where he's just the, and I've yeah. said this before on the air, he's just the right. big badass who's hurting people. Yeah. Um, but that's not who he is right now. And, um, now, if that's who he was, I'd be yeah. really excited about this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the twin magic in the Ruby Soho Robin Renegade match. <laughs> it's not a bad idea in a wrestling match, mm-hmm. but it's probably a bad idea when no one has ever heard of Robin right. Renegade or her sister. No one knows they're twins. Right. Unless it's literally the 30 people that watch Dark and Dynamite every week. I yeah, and you have impressed. to watch
2: it every week because yeah. they do so many singles matches. It might take you a while to realize that they're two different people.
1: Yeah. I, it, it did take me a few weeks to realize there were two different people. And then I learned, I think this yeah. past, I think almost like six months, a year ago, something like that. And I was actually amazed that I retained that knowledge to remember it when this happened to not be surprised. But then Ruby Soho just beat both of them because Ruby's so much better. Right. And, um, she moves yeah, so on the
2: first time they do their gimmick, they lose.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love, we, we have these women doing an amazing twin switch out. Didn't do yep. Jack for him. Did <laughs> less than nothing. It did neither Jack nor shit. Kevin is no, what it neither. did for those. did ladies. Didn't yeah. either. Um, Ruby's got a new finisher. Did we catch the, na- I don't think we caught the name. I don't
2: know if they named it, but it was basically a sister Abigail.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, I really like Ruby. Like, her, yeah, She's not the best wrestler in the world. She's not bad at all, but I don't know. There's just something about her. I like, I like, I like her song. I like her outfit. I like, I like that. She's a woman who doesn't, we have a lot of women in wrestling who were clearly hired simply to look good. Mm -hmm. She's a beautiful woman but yeah. she's just a wrestler. But that's not she's what she's just about, a wrestler. Right. She, exactly. That's not what she's about. And I love the vibe. I, I love it. And um, I hope she does get, get a run at some point with a title right. belt. She wasn't just the new hotness for a month or so. Yeah. Approachable is a
2: word a that it. means approachable sound is like a backhanded compliment people use when they yeah. mean like, uh, you know, uh not so hot that I feel like I can't talk to her. Right. That's not, that that's not what I mean when I say that. No, no, no. So it's just her yeah. demeanor is so engaging and likable and yeah. accessible that you like. You really do feel like that's a person I would like to hang out with.
1: Yeah, that's somebody you want to be friends with. Yeah, exactly. You'd like to get a drink with. Yeah, exactly. But she also has that. There's that tiny bit of maybe she has a switchblade. So yeah. you are know, not <laughs> right. too too approachable. Right, but just maybe. Right yeah and you know maybe it'll end up being a switchblade comb who knows right um okay so what have we not talked about so far that we talked about hangman at page adam cole good we match mm-hmm. um samoa joe Minoru suzuki we talked about that good match um yeah i think we've covered all the big matches we talked all three show- we haven't talked um battle of the belts though have we we, we we haven't did, talked we, about Thunder talked Rosa and
2: Well, we kind of did. Yeah, we did. And Jonathan Gresham. W- well, you said Jonathan Gresham and Dalton Castle was your favorite match of the week, but you
1: didn't. I really, really liked that. I really liked the match. I loved. Mm-hmm. I loved all the spots. Um, it was really weird seeing Dalton Castle Castle's minions like yeah the uh, boys. playing along with every spot on AEW. Just felt weird. I like that we we had a Dalton Castle chant. Like the fans got into it. Yeah, and I just love the octopus nature yeah. of Jonathan Gresham. His move, yeah, I love the fact him. he uses holds nobody else him, uses. Yeah. He's so fast. The reversals. Yeah. It was a ma- It was a match I wasn't expecting, and it was totally over with me. And I really didn't expect it to be. Look, I've seen both wrestle a lot, mm-hmm. but it was just. I think it was a better match than anybody expected to put on, on on AEW on free TV.
2: Yeah, I think it was way more a showcase for Dalton. Like it was way more of a Dalton Castle match than a yeah. Dalton Aggression match, um, which I think is fine. Uh, and it's been a long time since I've seen like a really like a real just Dalton Castle showcase match, you know. Yeah. And, and I love yeah. the bits. It it I don't know, I I I kind of go back and forth because it, sometimes I, I, I was like, I didn't like the match as much because sometimes it felt a little silly. But at the other time, the silly parts were the parts I like the best. So I don't even know yeah. what that means. But yeah, like, like at one point I, I,
1: I love it. The content that little roll, the rolling reversals where they right. kept rolling and rolling. At yeah. First, I thought this is a little silly, and then yeah. eventually it got over with me. They kept doing it until right. it was because
2: over. they kept doing it right. And then, yeah. but yeah, the boys and it's the original boys from what I understand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that were out there. I mean, like I hadn't seen them in a they're seen the they're able. Right. I don't think he had them in ROH the last couple of years, uh, but um, how in tune they are with the act where they know what what spots are coming. Like, so when he starts doing the bangerang where he's spinning them around and they're like, you just see this like three people spinning like whirling dervishes.
1: Yeah. You know, it's great. It's so well coordinated. It gets over with you. Um, I also like this. Okay. Here's something I really liked it was a small thing. Hmm. I liked that. Satnam Singh had to go through them and then he yes. had to go through Dalton Castle. Yes. Because even though Dalton was wrestling Jonathan Gresham, there was no hate there. It's like that right. these guys are like, they, they just took out my boys. Right. I'm going to go deal with them. I'm going to help Jonathan Gresham or whatever's happening here. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that he kind of had to go through everybody and he did. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, in great ways they, too. And they, Dalton Castle was put over in that match. Like, we, everyone, even though he lost, everyone realized this guy's good. This guy's legit. And then yeah. Satnam disposed of him really quick after disposing right. of the boys, who yeah. both have like amazing bodies. Right. The only, um, the, so many ways I could
2: go with that line, but I'm not going to. Yeah.
1: Uh, I was, I, I regretted it before <laughs> it was out of gonna, my mouth. I we'll really did. Dalton
2: Castle, anything in Dalton Castle, it can go the wrong way. But
1: yeah. Uh, By the, the one way, one thing I, yeah. Go ahead. One small, small complaint about Dalton Castle. Mm-hmm. Is this guy like is he ashamed of his belly button? Why are his pants six inches taller than everybody else's? That's because he's wearing a back brace. It's a oh, is that right? I did not yeah. know that. He I'm had really a really glad bad I didn't know that.
2: He had a back injury a few years ago and he's never quite recovered all the way. So he wears like a legit about not
1: the like brace. a Cody
2: Rhodesway belt, but like a right. real Kind okay, of back that brace, to put, it. and so he and so he he used to just have the brace, but now he's like got mm-hmm. the tights way up over the
1: okay. That totally explains it. Yeah, it just it stood out. To got me. big diaper tights. Like, yeah, yeah, diaper tights. Exactly. That's the way. That's how it's coming over, coming across to me. So I'm like, if you if you shorten though you take a few inches off the top. Right. It's a way better looking outfit, but that makes right. total sense, and I'm glad I know now. Thank yeah. you. We've got a lot of good matches coming up this coming week, though. Um, oh yeah. I am probably more excited than I should be about CM Punk Dustin Rhodes. Oh, I'm excited about that. We, we talked so about good, a couple man. of weeks ago about how
2: you can just plug Dustin Rhodes anywhere and people yeah. will buy it. You yeah. could put yeah. him and against I... Hangman Page. You could put him against Fuego Del Sol and people will be. In and,
1: there. It, and it's a way to make the way they did it was so good because Dustin's like, I don't have much time left. Right. Like I'm kind of near the end. I want this match. It's going to be awesome. Let's do it. And that's the way to plug Dustin Rhodes into a program with anybody. Yeah. Cause it's right. earned whoever the, whoever the heck. Yeah, he wants.
2: I'm Dustin Rhodes and I'll fight whoever I want. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Darby. And andrade. Gonna good.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. Darby andrade in and a coffin match is going to be great. I know yeah. they've had this thing going, but it, it still felt kind of out of nowhere to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's been a weird feud. It's been a really strange feud. Um, Wardlow the Butcher is going to be fun. Yeah. Uh we're finally getting Kyle O'Reilly in a single match singles match here with Jungle Boy. That's going to be good. That's the no one qualifier.
2: Mm-hmm. Brit what do versus you, What do you
1: think? Do you think that might be an upset? I think I I would I would like I wouldn't mind if they were if Kyle O'Reilly won with outside interference as a way to further that feud. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a good idea. Um I can't imagine they'd have Kyle win clean though. I wouldn't think so, but
2: O'Reilly Riley's just a really good tournament wrestler, and mm. I don't know. You know, I I could see Jungle Boy. I don't know. It depends on how much they want the Owen. I could see them putting in like guys Owen would like, mm-hmm. you know, in yeah. there. But I I don't know. I might be overthinking it.
1: Britt Baker versus the ever dangerous Danielle Camella. <laughs> yeah, that probably won't be an upset. I in don't Brits- remember in Britsberg. Look, I am sure Danielle Camilla has had some excellent matches on Dark. I've never seen one. Not that I can remember. I've probably seen seen one, one. but I don't remember it being notable. Yeah. Can't remember. Um, Hook versus Tony Neese is exciting. That's exciting. It's
2: interesting. I don't know if that's actually going to be the Tony Neese match because the way that they've announced it is the Hook Dynamite debut. They don't say specifically it's versus Tony Neese. Oh, that's right. So I wonder if it's if it will be, and they just it's just a coincidence. I hope it's or, Tony
1: Niece. I hope it's, yeah, like, they can have a really
2: good match. Yeah, and it'll be cool to see Hook actually have a good match. I mean, he's had
1: good he's, he's had good nothing exhibitions. but good matches. Yeah, we right. need to see him in a in a him tested. Yes, exactly. And Tony Niece feels like a great guy to do that against. Definitely mm. better than Danhausen. I don't want to see him against Danhausen.
2: Let me ask you a question about Tony Niece real quick. Okay. So
1: uh, we
2: all we, we were just talking before the show how we all love Paul Fontaine mm-hmm. on the fight game media, the resident curmudgeon. One of the Grandpa nicest Dez.
1: men I've ever met. One right. of the best people I know Who
2: has a unique talent for having very contentious interactions with people. He, he's just he's an excellent trigger of people's Every emotions with his questions. Hot. Every, Every take, take is, is hot. super hot. Every take is super hot. There are no cold takes.
1: It so literally he just is, hey, what did I just miss on TV? Right. This man's pissed off <laughs> CM Punk, the greatest right. of all time, and it's That's amazing because right. he does this to everybody. He
2: uh, he nearly resurrected the junkyard dog this week by not recognizing any Kingston's thump shirt. Oh. So and we thought the junkyard dog was going to rise from the grave to to if, scold him. And, yeah. If
1: I was in a conversation with Paul Fontaine, I would have gotten a little hot. Like I thought you knew wrestling. Like what, what you, <laughs> right. But then I have to remind myself I grew up in Louisiana. Yes. Yeah, you he and grew me up both, in yeah. Canada. Right. Like Why would he very know? far away from the Junkyard Dog. He has no reason to know. No reason. Unless he was watching a lot of WWE cartoons, WWF cartoons as a kid. Right, right, right. Cuz anyway. and that was and that was yeah. post greatness Junkyard Dog. Right. That was That wasn't that was, even the old, yeah. No, the real it wasn't, the thump. wasn't the real thing.
2: There was not the New Orleans junkyard dog.
1: No. Okay. So his,
2: his, uh, I don't know what, what would we call it? The battle of the week, Mm -hmm. uh, is about Wheeler Yuda and his insistence on dogging Wheeler Yuda, whenever (laughs) the chance is given and
1: and continually
2: arguing about his worthiness to be in the blackpool combat club. And then it just, it. it just rises. He stirred emotions in me, other people, cared way more about this when i talk with him than i do with anybody else
1: and then i saw garrett like kind of go head to head with him and he's like look yeah. i like wheeler ud he's a great wrestler yeah he's a, great, he's a really good my wrestler. Favorite he just player. Has yeah no, just has no personality right and yeah
2: he's just he's just he's just rolling everyone up with like little to no effort
1: it makes me so happy yeah so I, the
2: reason i bring this up now though is uh you know one of his one of his things that he's been saying is you know he is that he has heard other people say and uh, including some very credible people in the business that, you know, you could probably take 12 different guys in the A.W. roster and put them in the slot. The Wheeler Utah is going to be in and they'd be just as successful. So it made me wonder. If 12 is a 12 is a lot. 12 is a lot. Uh, but a I guy don't like Tony nice is a guy that you said, if you threw him out and you said, OK, let's put him in these exact same situations. I don't think do he it's over. I don't think he does either.
1: I think it has to do with. I think people don't understand, and I don't know if they were doing this intentionally. Yeah, but there's so many things that have gone into who Wheeler Yuta is, and that he was a he came in out of the blue yeah. as a part of Best Friends, right? As a filling, and, and it was an abusive relationship. Right. If you watch BTE <laughs> every week, they had a deal where it starts with Wheeler Yuta watching tape of him getting his ass kicked, mm-hmm. and them talking about him getting his ass kicked. And then every week it ends with, <laughs> it ends with our favorite alien choking him unconscious from behind. Yeah. He was literally getting beaten up mm-hmm. like by his big sister. Right. Every week. And then Trent Beretta comes back and thinks he's a goof and he shouldn't be there. Right. And so you have all these situations where he's even best friends who are kind of goofy. Yeah. Even they didn't really respect him yeah. fully as a wrestler.
2: Right. Um, and I think that's a huge. I, I for, for real, I do think the fact that he's Best Friends, which is a big comedy group. Yeah,
1: and Chris, you know, Orange Cassidy is very credible. Right. The Boop Girl is beating him up. <laughs> Trent Beretta is saying right. he's a, he's a basically a piece of shit. Right. Like, don't want you here. Yeah. And then he jumps ship to the baddest, coolest group, mate. We've seen in wrestling in years. Right. And he had to fight for it. He had to work for it. He had to become better for it. Tony Nese doesn't have that story. It right. would just be like, hey, guys, here's our new Johnny Gargano. Right. He doesn't have the story. So look, maybe he would look better or more natural in that situation, which yes. anyone would. That's a big key what you're saying. Yep. Wheeler Yuda doesn't look like he should be there. At yes. first, I didn't think he should be there, but it, they have sold me the story right. they told has worked.
2: Yep. You could have put... You could have put uh, Daniel Garcia in there. It probably would have worked really well. I think he'd probably be just as over, but in a completely different way. Yeah, it would be a completely
1: different story. You could put Hook in
2: there, and it would be awesome. And people would get behind it. And you'd have the story that Hook
1: is having to leave his father. Yeah,
2: right. And that would would be a
1: big thing.
2: But it'd be a different story. So there's a few people that I think would do just as well.
1: Not 12. There's not
2: 12. Brian Pillman, no. No,
1: not at all. Rick Garrison, no. Nope, they're not good enough. They're, they're not. They're uh, not Anthony as good. Anthony
2: Bowens, maybe. Maybe. You mean but, you'd have
1: the breakup of the acclaimed? Right. Um. Uh, you know, so there's a few. There's a Anthony few. Bowens doesn't need it. Like he doesn't right, need it. Wheeler Uta needed it. Daniel Garcia and, doesn't need it. Right. Not really, because we were all already talking about him. I think that's why Wheeler you yeah. got it, because he needed it.
2: He needed it, and he was someone that they wanted to invest in, and they just had to find the right way to do it, and this was yeah. the right way to do it. And, uh, and and he's risen to the occasion. And I, and I do agree, you know, uh, that, you know, look, Paul's got some good points about like, you know, it's Moxley getting enough love for like how much, you know, he's having to do with it. It's like, yeah, of course, these are the guys who are getting him over. Yeah. You know, but we know that he's gotten
1: over fighting more like Moxley than like Brian Danes, at least to me.
2: Um, and the sixth man, it was a little more of the Danielson side. Yeah, that's true. Uh, with, but when it's with pin and everything, but,
1: um, but look, was he great on the mic this week? No, 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 no. Which is why he needs to be on the mic more. Unfortunately, but he was great in that six man. I thought he was great in the six man. He was phenomenal. Yeah. Um. OK, so sorry, yeah, that was the whole sidetrack. I was I was with Paul at the beginning, but I've since left Paul behind. And Paul is dug in because he's Grandpa Des. God, and Grandpa him Des yeah. is going to take his Werther's and he's going to dig his heels in. And I love every <laughs> second of it. Which, by the way, there's an Easter uh, that he he does call himself Grandpa. There's there's an Easter parade in New Orleans every year, and there's a crew in it called the crew of crew of grand grands. where uh-huh. Everybody dresses up like little old ladies. Yeah, they all have Warther's originals to hand out to everybody. Right. Quick so, plug. So
2: while while yeah. we're here, if you wanna if, if you're listening to this, you don't know who we're talking about, you need to subscribe to the Fight Game Patreon to listen to the Dynamite Show every week. Same topics yep. we're talking about every week. You get to yep. hear his hot takes and arguments with the great Jeff Hawkins,
1: Paul Fontaine, Jeff Hawkins. And also, um, he has a, he has a pretty good show on YouTube called the grandpa Day show. Oh yeah. Where he Both is. He's at, yeah. And I recently did a show, which I didn't even realize was going to have current in new Japan champion, Tom Lawler on the show. I didn't realize till I joined oh, right. Tom Lawler's there. Yeah. Um, which he probably should have told everybody ahead of time because literally everybody there, but I think everybody there was a little terrified of Tom Lawler. I'd met him before. I wasn't terrified, but it just uh, got a little awkward. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. lot. Um, Let's see. So we've covered all the matches. Let's talk about what should have been on Dynamite this week. You know, I've been doing vlog stuff. I watched Under Rose's vlog. Very butt-centric. Wasn't, just (laughs) didn't. Didn't get over with me. I like her interviews more than, look, I like butts. Just wasn't my thing this week. Um, watched Dan Housen's, which dropped like 20 minutes before we did the show. Uh-huh. It's was fine. Um, the only thing I saw this, also I watched Dark and Dark Elevation. There were good matches. It's great to see me soccer back. Nothing great. Um, there was a title change on BT this week. Adam Cole lost the BT title to Christopher mm. Daniels it was it was wow. tight they were playing cards they were trying to get to 21 um it was whoever got to five wins first adam cole lost four in a row that he won four in a row and he lost the last one i mean and i think it was a shoot man i think it was a shoot and um i remember
2: then, adam cole being on the old uh up up down down video game show and he always struck me as a really uh, angry loser
1: he did he he does sell himself as an angry loser, but I don't know if it's real or not. Yeah. But it was enjoyable. Like that, like BT wasn't great. That was fun. Uh-huh. But the real thing this week, um, New Japan, Windy City, Riot, Windy City, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of technical problems, a lot of AEW wrestlers on it. Didn't even realize the the uh QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, and Nick Camarado were gonna be on it. That's not the one to watch, though. John yeah. Moxley, Will Osprey was awesome. It was everything you wanted it to be. Wow. It was killer. That should have been on Dynamite. It's a real shame it wasn't on Dynamite. I really, really want to see Will Osprey come over for a little bit of a run. That'd and be I'm, amazing. It's one of the reasons I hope the New Japan thing is what's getting announced this week. Yeah,
2: really that would be great. It. He would have such a presence on on
1: Dynamite. Yeah, and now they've got this Washington, D.C. show coming up. Moxley yep. called out Tanahashi for it. Yeah, That's going to be exciting. That will definitely be on our should have been on dynamite i think when it happens
2: Yep, uh i had i did not get to watch that show i um i was kind of busy and decided i i think i'll just wait till it comes it out the japan world so i'm definitely gonna a little get bit of a it. nightmare yeah, that's what I heard. I hope they get it all fixed, but uh, for the for the on demand. But um, it seems it seems like, like a lot of it. Like, yeah, seeing a, that a camera died in the middle of. The yeah, show. there's
1: nothing like be watching John Moxley, Will Osprey, and they are getting near the end, and all of a sudden you're looking at a black screen that says camera battery dead. Yeah, <laughs> they they switch quickly, but it was like a solid five seconds yeah. of just me and my buddy on the phone just cackling, just cackling because everything that could go wrong went wrong. On this show, and that keeps happening with yeah. New Japan America Productions. We need to get this figured out. How
2: sounds? You know like what they need? need? They need a U.S. broadcast partner. They do. Maybe maybe someone who knows how to do weekly television in the U.S. If only help we them. If only yeah. we
1: could come up with. Only we knew somebody. You know what else they need? They need Pat Buck, the legend. <laughs> the legend. That's who they need. He's that's the only man that can fix the situation. That's right. So, yeah. I feel like AEW, like we've got some hot things going on, Mm -hmm. but it it feels like we need Kenny Omega back. We need Miro back to really kick everything off. Yeah. And uh, again, it doesn't feel dead. I don't want to say that. Like there's a lot going on. The ROH stuff is really cool, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't feel like they're firing on all cylinders right now. And everything that's cool, everything that I really like feels like it's happening in different organizations. Like, the swerve scott universe. Right. This the swerve cinematic universe is happening on its own. The FTR stuff feels almost like it's happening outside of a, a little bit. W. Mm-hmm. The Blackpool Combat Club thing seems self-contained as well. Yeah. And I don't even really know how to how to even express that that they all feel like they're in their own worlds cuz it's weird. Mm-hmm. Cuz they're not. Like they're all here and and somehow they've cooled hook off with Danhausen Oh How do you Lord, take yeah. two hot acts and cool them both off by making them interact? Yeah. I don't the scary, understand that. The
2: scariest thing. So I think Tony Khan's earned a lot of trust with us he has. over the years. Even small this, things the, like
1: the Wheeler Uta deal. Yeah. The scary
2: that, that the scariest trust. the scariest thing about that is that he thinks this hook and Danhausen stuff is a good idea. That's the biggest thing that makes me worried.
1: Again, I really hope that eventually it's gonna be they're bumping up against each other. Somebody else comes in the mix and they tag. I, I would Yeah, hate I think that. that is
2: where it's going.
1: I hope so. I really but hope, I hope so. I
2: hope even that's just a very short thing.
1: Yeah. Tony yeah. Khan makes mistakes. He does. He's been yeah. better than anybody has any right to be in their first three years as a booker. Yep. To me, most of his mistakes are just tweeting. Just don't tweet. Yeah. When in yeah. doubt, don't tweet. Right. Um, you can see that in my own Twitter. Every time I tweet, it's a mistake. I should never <laughs> tweet. I lose followers. Like I had uh, seven, I had seven thousand and twenty followers. I make like two tweets, seven thousand six. I don't know what's happening. Everybody follow me on Twitter at Fatty. Kevin, working. Everybody follow you
2: at Kevin Ely E L Y on Twitter. Um, all the places really. You can find me there. Anything else you want to get out of your system before we get out of here? <sighs> no, I think I'm good
1: think i'm good too all right everybody uh, for myself james mcdaniel for kevin Ely, and for everybody here at fight game media have a great week and we will see you all again next monday